She goes, I can tell you when she will die and what will happen to her family. I love that about me. Yeah. Ooh. That's the other big line of the episode. Ooh. Uh-huh. That unhinged is an insane thing. Yes. That is maybe one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, Will is gifting us with his commentary and thoughts on the Real Housewives franchise and the horror-themed or paranormal-themed moments that it holds. You know, I really like this framing of this episode. This works very nicely yeah, for me. Yeah, right. It is a benevolent choice that I have Yes, made. you it's hold all the cards. It's I'm giving to all of our listeners and viewers out there that we're going to cover this topic. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is, because our most recent Patreon episode was Will and I having a face-off with horror trivia, um to see who would get to pick the episode topic for the other. Yes. And unfortunately, I lost. Yes. Which meant I was going to have to cover the Garbage Pail Kids movie. We almost had to do this episode that you're listening to or watching was almost exclusively about the Garbage Pail Kids. It was almost quite different. Uh. But Will extremely generously <laughs> offered to do what would have happened had I won, which is covering Real Housewives stuff. This is something that people have been asking for genuinely for like six yeah. months, something yeah. like that. Um, you had initially wanted me to cover this topic the mm -hmm. last time that we did a sort of face-to-face -face horror trivia show. Right. And um, But I beat you back then too. So Willie's on a streak. Two, two shows, two face-offs. I've won each. Yes, you beat me in the initial. Right. Guess, and there were no say. stakes in that one. True. But so, um, yeah, I realized after I won, and you can watch this, it's out right now on Patreon, starting at the ghost mm -hmm. tier. That's starting at the $4 tier end up. Um, but I realized once I won, oh no, I also <laughs> don't want to talk about Garbage Pail Kids right. for an hour. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so let's not pretend that this is not also pretty self-serving. Okay. I, I, I don't want to talk about the Garbage Pail Kids. We no. will, we by will. the way. We're going to find a way to talk about Garbage Pail Kids on this uh, on this feed. Yes. But uh, yeah, instead I have Kristen sent me a list of moments from The Real Housewives where mm -hmm. they either visited a psychic or something was themed around Halloween. And um, I looked at a couple of those moments. I watched a full episode. And then as we sat down to record... <laughs> Kristen revealed that she feels I did not watch the correct material. So with our live viewing audience, because yes. we record live every week on Patreon, yep. uh, we tried to watch uh, The Dinner Party from Hell. It's That's called. right. That's right. Now, I just want to say, it's not that I was nitpicking all the material he watched. I sent him two links that were compositive clips, and then I texted, I strongly suggest that you watch the episode Dinner Party from Hell, because that is a meaty, meaty episode. There was a lot going on. Yes. I saw a lot of things and happen. And so I was concerned when I found out that Will hadn't, because I was like, oh, man, that's like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that for sure. Um, can we start simply... Wherever you want. Why? <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I have some questions about like what this is. Okay. So this is a reality show. Yes. Right? For, for people out there. And I think I want to say this. I said this on a, a recent episode where I was like, if you think you're not going to like this. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was about wrestling. Okay. That's what it was about. When we covered wrestling a while back, I was like, as you come into this episode, if you think you don't care about wrestling and so therefore this episode may not be for you, mm -hmm. I can understand sure. that. But also... We have got, thanks to Kristen, the moments mm -hmm. that fit Guide to the Unknown from this otherwise Bravo reality show right? Um, about uh, people fighting. Wealthy women living yeah. their lives, which often includes a lot of fighting. Yes. They're, all they're doing is drinking, mm -hmm. assembling parties. Yes. A lot of like, <laughs> we're going to go to dinner here and then something insane happens or I'm throwing a party. And then something insane happens. Yes. And by something insane happens, I mean someone shows up wasted. Somebody confronts somebody. Somebody decides to air dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. Everybody's shocked. Usually in service of telling the truth. Of course. Speaking yeah. their truth. Right. And then everybody leaves. Yes. <laughs> that, that appears to be... <laughs> the from, 
watching a couple episodes, that appears to be the pattern. To that's me. the general structure, yeah. Uh, so if you think that's not for you, I get it. But of also, I mean, we've got the, the the greatest bits and pieces here, right? Uh, why? How long have you been watching this kind of thing? Um, I don't know. Do you know a how long, long this has been like around? Uh, like what? What is? This? I bet it's been around for like. I, I bet maybe 14, 15 years. That's it? I would assume. Yeah, I think so. I would have genuinely thought more. I would have thought, yeah, like 20 plus years. Mm, I don't think I don't think 20. I think I would have known because I feel like there'd be a big like 20 year anniversary of Real right. Housewives thing. Yeah, yeah. So I bet it's like, yeah, 14 ish years. And I bet I've been watching it for like 12. Now, these, there are like a thousand different spinoffs. Yeah, there are Real eight. Housewives. There are eight? Mm-hmm. Do you, can you list them? Yeah, I did before. Yeah, it's, um, there's OC, New York, New Jersey, uh, let's see, Atlanta. There, it, there was Dallas. I didn't say that before. There was DC. Um, We're Pot- at six. Potomac. Salt Lake City. Potomac? Yeah. Where's Potomac? Where it's that? right outside of DC. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Salt Lake City. Okay. And Miami. All right. That was like eight. I think or that's nine, everything. Yeah, I think on. it's nine now. But there, two of those are defunct. Dallas isn't on anymore, and neither is DC. And you watch all these? No, I. Well, I watch all Sounds of them. Like a long week. That's like work. <laughs> well, they, they it alternates. I watch all of them except they're not all on during the same time. Okay. Like oh, you know, OC will go off. Atlanta's coming back on. I watch all of them except for OC. Okay. I don't care for OC. Do they have crossovers? Will like a person from New York appear on Beverly Hills? Occasionally, it'll be like a one episode thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do and they also, know each other? Sometimes they do because, first of all, only because of notoriety. Sometimes, often because of notoriety, because they run in the same Bravo circles now. Because they also might be doing Watch What Happens Live, like on the same night or something like that, which is a talk show with Andy oh, Cohen right. that comes on after the Housewives, and they have Housewives on as guests. But some of them were already friends, like Kyle Richards and Bethany Frankel were like roommates and friends when they were in their twenties. Bethany Frankel is somebody who was on New York. Okay. Um. So, yeah, and there was also a crossover show called Ultimate Girls Trip that happened um, late last year. <laughs> There's going to be a second season of that. Ultimate Girls Trip. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, this sounds like comic books, and it sounds like Marvel. <laughs> In what way? I don't know. Just that there are all these, like, little little pocket stories, but they're all part of Real Housewives, mm-hmm. and they have crossover. The other thing it makes me yeah. think of is CSI. Oh, in what way there? Do you remember when... So CSI first started in like the early 2000s, I want to say. Yeah. And then there was CSI Miami. Right. And they made CSI New York. Mm -hmm. But the original CSI was never called, you know, CSI Las Vegas. It was just called CSI. Right. And I wondered here, was there an original show just called Real Housewives? It was going to be called just Real Housewives. OC was the first one. And they foresaw that this might be a city-by-city franchise. So at the last minute, they changed it to Real Housewives of Orange County. Wow. Which was a smart move. That was a very smart move because they built an empire. Yes. And And a number of these other shows started out not as housewife shows, like... Um, the Real Housewives of New York, when they were filming, it was called Manhattan Moms. Oh, okay. But then they were like, and Real Housewives of New York came after OC, and they're like, actually, this could be the next Housewives show. So they made it Real Housewives of New York. One question that I had is like, these are not married women. Not yeah, not not across <laughs> the like the premise. It doesn't matter, but like the premise doesn't fit the name. No, really. So Real Housewives just stands for. At this point, it stands for wealthy women. Wealthy women. Mm-hmm. Okay. With some anger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. We got a couple sweeties in there, but... Do you feel, because I do, that sometimes there are people on the show that do not fit? Yes. <laughs> and are trying very hard to be part of this? Yes, absolutely. Because when it started out, like it was mostly people who actually were friends, but now they'll have these like really tenuous connections where they'll just have somebody have a dinner with somebody else and be like, Oh yeah, this is Ramona's friend, Bershawn. And it's like, no, it's not right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ramona is somebody Mm -hmm. that I want to speak about. Yeah. This Um, is so weird to hear you talking about them. I have known Ramona's. Uh huh. Let me tell you. 
She's horrible. She's hopefully getting fired. Trouble with a capital T. Oh, yeah. No, Ramona's a nightmare. Why is she getting fired? She's racist. She's horrible. What? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. She's horrible. She has said horrible things, like, through the run of the show and off show and everything, but people kind of let it go because Ramona's, like, fun and crazy yeah. to watch. But chickens are starting to come home to roost, and they're firing people for stuff that's not cool Good. now. Good. So, hopefully, the last couple of seasons of New York have been a mess. I'll tell you what. Fake mm-hmm. friend. Fake. I look at Ramona, <laughs> and I see someone who cuts down. People that yes. call friend. And her whole thing is that she supports women, she says. And oh, it, she right? does not support women. Yeah. 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 She's terrible. We see you, Ramona. It's enough with Ramona. I'm done with her. I see what you do. Yeah. I'm um, done with her. Anyway. So what are we doing? <laughs> so hold on. So <laughs> so this is like the premise of these kinds of shows. Kristen mm-hmm. watches this crap. Yes, I love it. I and love it. Evidently they frequent psychics and mediums yes. and they have halloween parties and stuff mm-hmm. so um i, I think i want to leave it i will end with the dinner party for okay because i have a few things to say there okay um but uh here is here's a mini a sort of a mini here um i in, in one of the the things that you sent me one of the lists of times that they uh saw psychics um real housewives of orange county mm-hmm. season 10 episode 11 whoever those people are they go to lunch with a a psychic. Okay. And they start talking about a man named Brooks Ayers. Oh, okay. Do you okay. know who this man is? Yes. So, like I said, I don't watch OC, but I'm right. aware of the goings-ons. Brooks Ayers was Vicky Gumbelson's ex-fiance. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vicky Gumbelson is a, is a real housewife? It's Gunvelson. Okay. Right. <laughs> Listen. It's still a funny name. It's not the kind of, like, highfalutin... <laughs> You know, I know socialite name you expect. Well, Vicky's not the Vicky's not the kind of socialite you'd expect. Bryant Gumbelson. Bryant Gumbelson. Yeah, he's the former fiance of Vicky Gumbelson who faked having cancer. Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. So they're sitting at dinner, and the psychic says that he goes, "I've got kind of a wishy-washy perspective," referring well, to something. the cancer diagnosis. Yeah. And he says, "I just don't see it." <laughs> And they go, what do you mean you don't well, see Well, he's correct. You don't see that Brooks has cancer? And he goes, it's very possible. And so they start spinning out, uh-huh. the women sitting at this table. And the, the point isn't who they are or what's going on, really. Right. But they start going like, can you believe it? Like, who would do that? Who would do that kind of thing? One of them is like, I've known someone who did that before. <laughs> and so they're like, people do it. People do it all the time. And I was watching it and I was thinking like, you know you're sitting here with a psychic and you're treating it as if you're sitting with a journalist uh-huh you know who has revealed oh yeah this is iron clad it's yeah. a fact now because right. this guy said it over his blt you know who else faked it john lovitz in seinfeld that's right mm-hmm. yeah he did fake it do you yep. know that there was a one line where they mentioned that he died yes later in the series yes they go remember so-and-so yeah he died he died <laughs> they yep. just killed john lovitz off screen in I seinfeld <laughs> i want to do a bunch of tiktoks about little spooky things from seinfeld because there are like That'd a million great. but oh, they totally. go nowhere yeah. you know it's not enough for a show but it could just be fun know, for a smattering be, of yes. goofball here and there yeah uh so anyway the psychic at the table goes listen i'm not a guru i'm not gandhi okay gandhi wasn't a psychic medium from what i well also know. but but he's saying like I, I i'm not diagnosing the guy uh-huh i'm not a guru i'm not gandhi uh-huh like well, i don't think gandhi was known for diagnosing someone with cancer no. from a remote position <laughs> i don't think so so this whole thing sucks and then i wrote <laughs> all right this is all stupid mm-hmm. and then i have an article here brooks ayers faked cancer diagnosis yes he did and here is uh, the article. And it, there was a raging debate about whether Vicky knew or not. Oh, really? Yeah. In November 2015, Ayers admitted he had forged documents to make it appear he had been a patient at Cancer Hospital City of Hope. Mm-hmm. So he admitted that. At the time, he apologized and said the faked do- he faked the documents because he did not want to disclose his real medical records. Okay. Which... I guess is a fine excuse, right? You know, like not really. No, I'm saying in terms of like if you if you faked your. I'm here's what I'm really saying. Yeah. If you have faked having cancer, <laughs> and now you need to explain why you've got all these fake documents, <laughs> saying I don't want to give my medical records to a TV show. Yeah. I, 
is an interesting excuse. It's it's a it's a plausible it's an interesting excuse. excuse. The revelation came after his cancer diagnosis had been called into question by some of Gunvalson's Real Housewives of Orange County co-stars, with the diagnosis becoming a major storyline on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my question for you. Yeah. Um, it's pretty obvious that they told the psychic. <laughs> right like <laughs> i don't know this information in a way that keeps us free and clear of accusing him of anything of accusing or is he a real psychic i guess the other thing i'm not a- accounting for is maybe <laughs> you're not this making is a, room i'm not yeah for the idea that he's a real psychic i accidentally le- didn't leave room for the real housewives of orange county psychic at lunch to be picking up on a frequency right instead silly me yeah i <laughs> think that maybe they were talking about how he definitely faked it Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, the psychic is a great way. Yeah, to like get that information across. Yeah. I don't know that they would need to do that is really my hesitation. They don't seem to have a hard time just bringing stuff to the table. They don't really need to bring in a third true. party to like grease the skids for them. Fair enough. But either way, I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of awesome that the psychic <laughs> said that. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. He did fake. Yes, he did. Having cancer. And it's on TV yeah. In some stupid ass show. Mm-hmm. Like, what a dumb place to reveal that you're a dumb idiot. I know. <laughs> you know. I know. Totally. Anyway, all right. So here's here's an episode that I watched. I watched an episode of Real Housewives of New York, I think. Okay. Called Eat, Drink, and Be Scary. Mm-hmm. From July of 2020. Okay, so then this isn't a dark period of New York. Because <laughs> New York is my favorite of the franchises okay. except for like the last two seasons and well you so, might be able to fill in who some of these people are and what's happening okay because it's a mess yeah <laughs> i'll give i'll give it my best shot so why is it a, in a dark period here it just sucks like it's it's not fun like sonia's like getting way too drunk constantly dorinda too sometimes dorinda's just being like mean and crazy it, it's lacking some of the fun it feels like ugh. sonia Sonia, I wrote down at one point, what did I, I wrote, like, wasted lady in a car is mad at Ramona. It, that could be anybody, honestly. <laughs> she goes, she doesn't see my pain. She doesn't see my struggle. And then I figured out later that's Sonia. Could be anybody. Okay. And she was talking to Dorinda. Okay. So mm-hmm. these names. Yeah. That you've said. Yeah. I know them too now. I know you do. It's so <laughs> weird. And Dorinda is the one who lives in the Berkshires. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so well, in the Berkshires and in New York City, but here's here's a description of the episode from Bravo. Looking for love again, Ramona meets with a matchmaker. Meanwhile, Dorinda and her daughter Hannah discuss Dorinda's recent life struggles, and to mark the end of Halloween week, Luann hosts a voodoo themed dinner party where Ramona becomes the subject of everyone's witchy ire. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a a moment where. Uh, so yeah, they say Dorinda goes to lunch with her daughter Hannah. Yeah, they go out to eat somewhere, and the, the weirdest thing happens. Mm-hmm. There, somebody's like, "Yeah, what can I get you for lunch, ladies?" Oh, and she goes, "Yeah, I'll have a hamburger. You know me. You know what I like." Oh, I remember this. Yeah, she goes, "Lettuce, tomato. You know, mustard, mayonnaise. You get the deal. You know what I like." Yeah, she's of the people. And I just wrote down controlling. <laughs> this feels to me. <laughs> This feels to me like a fake folksy moment yeah. for the cameras where she's like, I'm a regular here. Yes. But realize like, oh, if I just say the regular, what am I going to get? Right. Because they don't actually know me. So she tells him her order while insisting he already knows know. her owner. Yeah. But you know, you know me, lettuce, tomato, but you get this mayonnaise, mustard. <laughs> and then they argue, they talk about sauce for a while. Okay. Dorinda's daughter goes, I'll have all the sauce. And then uh, Dorinda, in a cutaway, says if she was ever sent to a desert island with one thing, she'd bring Hellman's mayonnaise. Ugh. Gross. Can you imagine mayonnaise and sand and... Yeah, a hot climate? No, thank you. Dorinda sitting on a beach, sticking her a full hand into a big <laughs> jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> that's the one thing? That's what's happening on this show. Ugh. That's what like a real house... That's what like a wealthy New York socialite yeah. is talking about. Yeah, that's have, right. Can't have enough Hellman's mayo. Just like us. Yeah, it's a whole scene dedicated to sauce. Socialites, they're just like us. A whole scene about sauce. Right. On this show. Um, 
All right. So let's talk about this Halloween party itself because the rest of this is nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, by the way, um, I was watching this show. And, uh, I thought I it said like coming up next and it showed a clip of, uh, I guess, Sonia uh, holding a voodoo doll and going, Ramona, this is you. And Ramona goes, oh, yeah, what are you going to do to me? And Sonia starts bashing the, the voodoo doll into something. Oh Just like starts smashing it on the table. And so it was like, oh, okay, awesome. We're going to get some crazy stuff. Yeah. And then when we came back from commercial break, it was the part about mayonnaise. Oh. And I was saying to Alan, Yeah, I guess I was there like, was teasing like later in the show. Yeah, I was like, what? I thought I was almost done. Yeah. And then I looked down, I was 13 minutes into the hour-long episode. <laughs> it was eternity. Why don't you click forward until you got to the, you know, the Halloween party? Because I don't know how this works. I thought I was supposed to watch this show. You, I don't. I, don't I thought know. it would all. <laughs> I thought it would all contribute <laughs> to the Halloween show. Anyway, I don't know. So this Halloween thing, everybody keeps talking about Ramona. Mm-hmm. Everybody is upset about Ramona, who is trying to throw this party. Okay. For herself, but it's also oh. for Luann. But it, or or maybe it's a different party she's gonna throw. I think it's the party that she's going to throw for herself for her birthday. So this entire episode where they're assembling a party, uh huh, they're talking about assembling a party and it's not the same party. I guess so. I think so. It's very puzzling. Anyway, everybody is angry at Ramona, mm-hmm. and then um, at the party, uh, Sonia and Deirdre, Dorinda, <laughs> Deirdre, they show up so drunk yeah so uncomfortably yeah that's what i'm saying like drunk. it's too much sonia gets too much kind of all throughout the whole franchise like here and there yeah a lot not just here and there but like the last couple seasons were like just sad and like weird severely uncomfortable yeah and uh the party itself is kind of cool mm-hmm. they've got like the tables are all made to look like coffins and tombstones yeah and uh because it's voodoo themed they're just you know like skulls and stuff all over the place but bizarrely there's a centerpiece table that has a stack of seafood mm-hmm. that's about five feet high yeah with crab legs and full squids and severed goat heads just in oh the middle God, of the table. Right. Real goat heads. Yes. Severed and on the table. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing where I'm like, like, this is so far mm-hmm. into theme. Yeah. And I know I don't have a, I didn't have a great argument last week and I sure, I sure still don't this week, but I almost feel like a lot of the people here would be like, oh, I can't watch horror. Uh-huh. And then you're at this party and there's the goat head on the table. Mm-hmm. And you're like, is this not horror? Yeah. Is this not part of just like everyday life yeah. scares? Uh, scares and spooks? Right. Anyway, um, uh, they all um, like whisper to each other about Ramona. <laughs> um, oh, uh, when Sonia and Dorinda yes. are in the car. <laughs> Thank you to look looking to me for approval. Had to make sure. Dorinda, right? Not Deirdre? Yeah, not Deirdre. Uh, uh, Sonia and Dorinda are, are just yammering mm-hmm. and they cut away to the driver a couple of times. The Bravo editors do this kind of stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is genius. The editors do Very a lot of brilliant. good work. Yes. Yeah. They cut to the driver who's just a regular person mm-hmm. and he has no reaction to anything that's happening. He is not entertained. He is not angry. He is keeping it all inside. He's a pro. And it just signaled like. Yeah, these people are out of their minds. Yeah. These people are insane. And there are like everyday people who are working for and right. around them. Yes, who are like in their orbit. That's another thing that Ramona has done a lot is she's referred to the help. And uh, people have had it. Yeah, yeah. Don't like that. I'm telling you, I have seen. Listen, we live near Princeton. Yeah. New Jersey. And I have met Ramona's. I worked at a. A fancy salon in Princeton for 10 years. Yeah. Ramona's I have met. Listen, it it was sickening. I was staring <laughs> at her face. <laughs> She's horrible. I was just feeling like residual hatred. Yeah. For like every person I've ever known. <laughs> like, take it all out on Ramona. Um, yeah. And then uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Leanne or Luann or something. Yeah, Luann. Uh, she stands up and starts pulling apart that seafood <laughs> That's tower. That's Leah. Leah? Yeah. And that felt to me like she was just being like, all right, well, 
this party's a little bit boring. Oh, and she was wasted too. The producers maybe whispered to her, hey, why don't you rip apart all those shrimp? Maybe. I don't know. She was wasted too. It so felt, hard to say. It felt very much like a phony baloney. We got to make something ridiculous happen for the show. Uh-huh. Kind of moment. It, yeah. Um, although I will say there was also a period of time where uh, Sonia looks across the table at Leah. Is that what you if said? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. To somebody. And goes, well, you look like a weirdo. <laughs> and she goes, what? What'd you say to me? And they get in each other's faces. And I was like, oh, cool. And then uh, uh, as they're screaming at each other, they're like, can you imagine? All right, listen, let's just calm it down. Can you imagine how powerful we would be if we were on the same team? Oh, my God. I was like, oh, this is being this is deflating the argument. Yeah, which is right, what I right. See. Right. But also, what do you mean on the same team? What do you mean? I know. They, they have a way <laughs> of talking and interacting with the world that is just like. What? Who Alien. talks about these things? Who actually things has like an alliance? Way? Right. I don't have any alliances. Yes, totally. Or talk about like, I can't remember if it was on The Housewives or something else that I was watching, but they were, oh, it was, it was on 90 Day Fiance. It was somebody talking about how like, you know, I think we're going to make it. We're going to make it like as a couple. And I said to Ryan, like, I, I don't hear a lot of people in my everyday life talk about how they're going to make it right. as a couple. You just are with somebody and that's just fine and normal. I think we're really going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really alien. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really got the impression like, watching this show. Like, like what a reality show is, is it's almost meant to be a documentary. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah, this is supposed yeah. to be what these people are actually like. But I think they're so undeniably influenced by the fact there are cameras around. But here's the messed up thing. I think that they are influenced by there being cameras around, but at a certain point that becomes integrated into who they actually are. Agreed. Like Firmly the same agreed. way that you could like get a bunch of money and then you become privileged. Yes. And like a- and you act that way. You are privileged anyway, but you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I, I completely agree. But it's just so... It's just so alien. It's yeah. just so weird. It's really weird. Uh, and like they, they'll like kind of look at the camera a little bit, but not in a Michael Scott knowing way. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like occasionally they're like, yeah, yeah, the camera's right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're just like very aware. Yeah. And I dislike it. Yeah. I do not like the feeling of <laughs> these people, these environments, or this show. Is there anybody who stood out to you that you liked at all? Who did you hate the least? In New York, let's say. Oh, boy. Um, I kept looking at Luann and thinking Countess. Yeah, that's who, Yeah, the Countess Luann. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Luann's doing pretty well in that season because she stopped drinking. So she's not as nuts. Yeah, she was not insane. But right. again, I was puzzled between her and Ramona because I didn't know whose party this was. Right. At the end of the episode, they go, where's Ramona? And they're like, oh, she went somewhere else. She went to a different party. She always does that. And I was like, she went to, she left her own party to go to a different yes. party? Yes. She, what? a big, co- a big complaint about Ramona is that she's a major social climber. Oh, okay. And that, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely hated her the most. Yes. Even though That's I could correct. see everybody uh, going insane around her. Mm-hmm. I was like, all of these people are a reaction to Ramona. Yeah. She's horrible. I know not what she's done. Right. And yet. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. The writing is on the wall about Honestly, this Ramona. Honestly. Pretty much any episode you could have chosen for New York would have a horror element because Ramona is, is present. Right? She is horror. Don't like her. Yeah, she's terrible. I don't like her one little bit. No. Um, and then you made me watch um, The Dinner Party from Hell. Yes. Um, so let's let's talk about this. Okay. But you know what, Will? Before we talk about The Dinner Party from right. Hell, I think we need a reprieve. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, we need to, need to shake it off a little bit. And let's talk about the podcast book versus movie because it entirely rules. And if you're not already listening to it, you should be. That is book versus movie, which is hosted by Margot D and Margot P, which yeah. worked out beautifully. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, the podcast is exactly what the name suggests. It's comparisons between books and then the movies that are based on them. And it has sweet commentary, likes, dislikes, discussion of both of them from Margot and Margot. And they do not shy away from spoilers, which we love. Yeah. I think, honestly, if you're not talking about spoilers, you're only talking about 10% of Absolutely. the story. Margot and Margot give you a full picture of both formats, the book and the movie, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of horror and mystery episodes, too. Uh, I know the one about the Invisible Man, 
is a favorite of Kristen's. Yes, it is. Really good. The 2020 Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss. They cover the book and then talk about the movie, and it's very fun. But there are a lot of other horror movies and books or mysteries like Hercule Poirot. Um, It's an awesome show. It's been going on for a long time. It's such a pleasant easy in the best possible way listen i really super recommend it it's a brilliant tidy idea yeah even the title is just book versus movie it's a comfy cozy idea yes it's awesome so look up book versus movie wherever you listen to podcasts and then give them a a review once you know them and love them because to know them is to love them yes and let them know that guide to the unknown sent you please do yes so thank you book versus movie thank you um, all right, let's talk about Alison Dubois the psychic. Let's. So this is a uh, an episode of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Okay, Roby. Yeah, uh, yeah, I Robes. guess so. R H O B H. I think everybody just says R H O B H. Like Real House of New York is Roni. Roni, right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. So um, Camille Grammer. Yeah. Who was married to? Yes. Kelsey Grammer of so- Frasier. Kelsey, so a little six degrees of Willie here. Of Kelsey Kramer. <laughs> That's true. Just saying. Because Will famously and beautifully played Frasier in a murder mystery dinner party that was themed around Cheers. I forget. Did you have to see me do that? Yes, I did. You saw me do that? Yeah. What? I did. You did beautifully. What did you think of that? I thought you did a good job. What did you think of the show? It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. They gave me free chicken every night. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> Live living chicken. I was up 36 chickens by the end of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, Kelsey Grammer pushed her to do the show what? because he wanted to get a divorce. And he said he has said that this was his parting gift to Camille. What? Was to give her a little fame, a little shine, and maybe distract her a little bit because he was having an affair. Oh. By pushing her to go on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that's really dark. It is really dark. And Camille awful. also sucks, though. Okay. So. I mean, it, her friends suck. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Yeah. She brings her friend, a psychic medium, mm-hmm. or just a medium or a psychic? I they don't know. Definitely things, a medium. To a dinner party. Right. Um, her friend is named Allison Dubois. Mm hmm. And man, does it get off the rails. <laughs> and she, if you happen to remember, there was a show called Medium starring Patricia Arquette that was like a big hit for years and years. That show is based on Alison Dubois' life. Is she herself known? I, I, I could tell watching this episode, I was like, she only wants to be part of this universe. Like, right. she would love to be doing this week in, week out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, apparently, I didn't know about her before this, but apparently she helped police with cases and that kind of stuff and, like, wrote a book, if not multiple books. So she wasn't, like, famous famous, but she obviously had some sort of career yeah. that was, you know, notable enough to be have her life optioned for Hollywood. Yeah, I guess so. I went ahead and I, I pulled up Alison Dubois' Wikipedia here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll be able to plumb something <laughs> the depths. Here. There's criticism. There's a whole criticism section. Yeah, well. Uh, I've got some to add to this. <laughs> <laughs> Skeptics such as Paul Kurtz and Ray Hyman have said that Dubois does not have psychic powers. Skeptic James Randi... Okay. Love James yep. Randi says that people such as Dubois give the appearance of psychic powers through cold reading techniques. For example, Dubois, when doing her first reading of Schwartz, told him that de- his deceased friend was telling her, I don't walk alone, which Schwartz understood to be a reference to his friend's confinement to a wheelchair, which Dubois could not have known about. Randi says that Schwartz, I don't know who Schwartz is. I guess they're just referring to something that happened <laughs> yeah. before. Randy says, James Randy says that Schwartz leapt to an unsupportable conclusion since the notion of not walking alone can mean a number of things mm-hmm. and certainly does not describe being in a wheelchair. Right. Um, yeah. I, I In 2005, James Randy offered to have Alison Dubois tested for his $1 million <laughs> challenge. He would... Have we we've talked about him on the yeah. show? Not in a while. Yeah. But very famously, James Randi was like one of the greatest mm-hmm. skeptics of the paranormal of all time. So he had this one million dollar challenge: if you can prove that you have a psychic, paranormal, superhuman ability um, in a controlled, yes. tested environment, repeatable, scientifically tested, 
he'll give you a million dollars. Nobody ever claimed it. Right. According to James Randi, Alison Dubois declined his invitation to the challenge. Um, in 2011, the James Randi, the foundation thing he started, uh, again issued the million dollar challenge to Alison Dubois and others, um, commenting, Alison Dubois has turned the huckster art of cold reading into a multi-million dollar industry, preying on families' deepest fears and regrets. They should be embarrassed by the transparent performances. Former FBI profiler, behavioral science expert, and MSNBC analyst Clint Van Zant, uh, Stevie Van Zant, sorry, uh, little Stevie Van Zant. <laughs> of course, That's, uh, what I should have said. <laughs> you know, doing the Super Bowl halftime. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Kristen, Kristen told me it was like last year. Yeah, recent. I don't remember. Yeah, Kristen goes. I, I don't know why he came up. I, I no, he didn't even come up. It was that I was over the day of the Super Bowl, and you or Allie were like, "Who's doing the Super Bowl tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Bob Seger and Stephen Van, little Stevie Van Zant." And you guys were like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's so weird. It's like these two old men who aren't that popular." <laughs> and then we just kind of got off topic, and then uh, and yeah, I was so like, funny. "I couldn't believe you believed." It. I seriously thought it was something I that I was gonna say, and you guys were gonna be like, "Yeah, okay, who is it?" But you both were like, "Huh?" So I just went with it i'm not up on that stuff i don't know <laughs> and then i've seen him on tv he i know he, he's the he's bob the... seger is dead though oh well i don't know anything about bob seger i don't either i had to look it up i know I... george siegel yeah also dead <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> well maybe allison dubois can help us contact them maybe. so stevie van zant i think plays the guitar for bruce springsteen yes. he's in the sopranos he wears that the bandana. The bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I texted Will and Allie later to make sure that they had seen the Super Bowl and knew who it was because I was afraid that Allie was going to go into work the next day and maybe like ask somebody how little Stevie was at the Super Bowl and I didn't yeah. want her to be embarrassed. Oh, little Stevie? Yeah. Steamy. <laughs> Steamy Van Zant there. So anyway, now this article reads, MSNBC analyst Stevie Van Zant mm. challenges statements about psychics helping law enforcement, arguing if psychics were truly successful... And if their results were not simply the consequence of trickery, at worst, or good interviewing skills, at best, then why don't law enforcement agencies have psychic detective squads, a real X-Files unit, or other ways to integrate these paranormal investigative capabilities? That's a, that's a good question. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, I think it's minute. because... To, to be generous, and also what I think, That's a great it's point. not a science. I do think that there are some real psychics. I think there are a ton of not real ones. But even the ones who I think maybe have some ability, I don't think it's a science. And I think they probably are off sometimes. So it would not be a good idea to have a unit there because even the good ones, I don't think it's like not quantifiably like, yep, this is, this right. is going to take care of it. I've never seen the show Psych. My understanding is that it's a guy. Who's yes, like, I've seen some of it. Yep. He's keenly perceptive. Yes. And he joins the police saying, saying that he is a psychic, mm -hmm. um, but he's really a phony. Yeah. But he can actually solve the crimes. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a, a show idea now. There is a psychic squad for yeah. the police and a phony lies and is promoted into it and is like, oh, no, now I'm with real psychics and I know I'm fake. But everybody in that squad is fake. is fake yeah yeah and, and they're, they're all, all afraid. thinking the same thing they're all afraid that the others are going to get on yeah, to catch on to them and <laughs> then ev ev eventually they're like wait, wait 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 none of us are real psychics well idiots we can't lose our jobs yeah, <laughs> so yeah. they have to now team up to they solve have to the work crimes together. faster than the police can yeah okay that's good let's get to work on that okay um, anyway, so that's a little bit about Alison Dubois. Here's mm -hmm. what happened on the Real Housewives. So this is just supposed to be a dinner party. Yes. Alison Dubois is not brought to the dinner party to do readings, to do psychic stuff. She's simply a guest of Camille's because they're friends. She's merely meant to sit as Camille Grammer's right hand. Yeah. <laughs> at the table. Uh, Camille Grammer is sitting at the head of the table and Alison Dubois is to her right. Yeah. And she's, what do you call that? Like a consigliere? Yeah, like a consigliere, <laughs> yes. And uh, she's smoking an e-cigarette. 
And this was a while ago. That like, I think that might have been the first time I'd seen an e-cigarette where I was like, oh. Yes. Huh. And it like, is, it looks like a cigarette. Yeah, it's got, like, the brown paper, yep. the, the 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 red cherry tip mm-hmm. whenever she, like, puffs on it. Yeah. And uh, she clearly has got some, like, pride in having it or a flaunting quality about gesturing with it and sort of posing with her cigarette. Yeah, and, like, like blowing out smoke weird and stuff. Right. So... Here's what here's what happens. Everyone immediately is like, "So you're psychic? You're a medium?" Mm-hmm. She goes, "Yes, I am. I am." Like, can you tell us anything? And she goes, "Oh, I don't think you uh, you want me to do that." Yeah. She says, "I'm like a drug. Once you start, you can't stop." Yeah. Which is like so irritating. She it's, is. It's femme fatale language yeah. that she's using in a real life setting. Yeah. It's noir. She, oh, my God. I never really thought about it before, but you're right. She is acting like a femme fatale, yeah. like noir person. Yes. Weird. I've never heard anyone in real life say, I'm like a drug. Yeah. Once you start, you can't stop. You're not going to be able to get enough. It's crazy. It's like, you know, she she thinks that she's Uma Thurman from the cover of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> right. You know? So uh, uh, Kyle Richards, who is from the movie Halloween. Yep. And most recently from Halloween Kills, she mm-hmm. plays little Lindsay Wallace. Yeah. Who Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting. The Later big actress. Lindsay Wallace. That's right. And it seems like she's going to have a bigger part in Halloween Ends because there's I, like a production still yeah. of her and Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter in the movie. Yeah. So it seems like she's kind of stepping up. I'll tell you what. I, I liked her in Halloween Kills. Her I segment she was, was the best part. Yeah. Her scene yeah. was one of the only things I really connected with in that movie. Yeah, so sure. Bring her back. Why not? I like her in general. She uh, She's one of the, the more normal housewives, believe it or not. I'm certainly on her side in this yeah. situation here because... She's like, oh, really? Like, you're not going to, you can't, you can't tell us anything? Mm-hmm. And Alison Dubois goes, oh, the things that I could tell you, you wouldn't want to hear them, though. It wouldn't be any fun. Yeah. Whatever. Like, the fun would stop. And so, uh, uh, what is it? So she, <laughs> she, oh, 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 I remember now. So little Lindsay Wallace, what's her real name? Uh, Kyle Richards. Kyle Richards. Basically sort of eggs on. Everyone is, though. Yeah. Everybody's egging on Alison yes. Dubois to do something, say something. I know you're not here to be, like, putting on a show for us. Uh-huh. But how can you ignore? And also, you're on camera right now. You're on like, TV. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just, you never meet a psychic. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see something wacky happen, or can we at least talk about your abilities and not... Right. Other than you just saying, like, little soundbite things about how badass you are. Yeah. So then she was like, I'm off the clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so scummy. And she um, she said that, yeah, she when she's with other people that she tells the spirits to kind of like take a back seat so she can have a conversation with everybody else. But she said, I do head taps here and there, though, like meaning like she'll tap into what's going on with people here and there. Oh, is so, that what that meant? I thought that was I something so. that she could do if you'd like to. No, I think I think she was like, yeah, I, I do little head taps. Like I tap in and see what's going on with people. Because then Lisa Vanderpump, who's across from her, is like, oh, what are you tapping in from me? Is my grandmother here? And she's like, oh, I'm not doing that right now. I'm off the clock. I'm not tapping in. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, uh, what? <laughs> what? How would I know that? I mean... I mean, I should know that. Yeah. Uh, so... That sucks. So if you're out to dinner with her, she might, and she's like, Secretly? no, 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 I'm pushing the spirits to the back right now. Yeah, don't worry but about it. And then she might dip in and, and like uh-huh. see what I'm thinking about cheese for yeah. a minute. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she might just read my cheese That thoughts. is the implication. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. So there's no trust there. No. You no. can't have a real relationship with this person. I wouldn't think so. You would have to really put that aside. You'd have to have this cognitive dis- dissonance all the time. And by the way, I think why she got so worked up with Kyle asking her stuff is because Kyle and Camille have a history. They have not re- been really getting along. And Allison oh. is Camille's friend. So she's already like, ugh, this Kyle. Any God, listen, I'm sorry. I'm 35. Yeah. I hope, I don't think it'll ever happen again. Fingers crossed that I'll ever be like, well, <laughs> you were mean to my friend, so now I hate you. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, ah. Yeah. Come on. What are we doing? Like, I know. That's, that's how these people I know. And these lives. women are like in their 40s. What are we up to, everybody? Mm-hmm. I got to go to sleep. Yep. 
That's makes enough. me tired. Makes me sleepy. It was. Be- Aren't they rich? Yeah, they're super rich. This That's is what the they're doing thing. with their time. That's part of the thing is that they've put got, on the grudge. They've got nothing else going on. Put on the grudge and fall to sleep. There is that study that says that like your happiness does increase with money to a certain point, right? And then it sort of plateaus and then it starts to drop. It's so it's yeah. yeah. You think it's that they, they have too much money. <laughs> they have too much money, which it, has afforded them too much time and too much convenience and too much space for their heads to just like find other things to become conflicts in life because they don't have the natural conflict of bills and all the things that make you do things that you have right. to do. So as here's a something. Here's something crazy. Mm-hmm. Do these people have affluenza? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. like these are sort of in a weird way. I, listen, I would love to have this money. Yeah, totally. I I don't want that but, used in a court of law against them, but they do. They're just yes, right. They've, they've got this pathos that comes from being affluent. They're a little bit hindered. Yeah. In their social yes ability, it's a little curse. Yeah. There's something wrong with them now. Yes, but I think for some of them, we know that they're cursed, but they have no idea. Right. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, they They're don't know. They don't know. Moving through life. I mean, what Camille, a great! I would Camille love to have that com- curse, by the way. Totally. Camille is completely detached from reality. Is she? Yes. You ever she... see that video of Kelsey Grammer falling off that stage? I think I have. <laughs> He's like to give him a speech. He just falls. <laughs> I think I have. Camille in this season. I remember, mean, remember when Kelsey Grammer played Beast? Yes, I certainly do. I certainly <laughs> the X Men. <laughs> Yes. She's reading like um like the art of war, like sitting at the kitchen counter. Oh. And um she uses a lot of like big words like pernicious. And I think she really wants to put forward that she is smart and she's not just Kelsey Grammer's arm candy, but it comes off very forced and weird. It, it, like, you know, at the uh, dinner part she says uh she calls her the morally corrupt Faye Resnick, which is somebody who's a guest at her dinner party. The morally corrupt. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing. Oh, my God. I forgot about this because I was so focused on the psychic. Right. As you should be. Camille Grammer just goes like, where have I seen you before? And then I realize, oh, I know where. You posed in Playboy after the OJ trial. Right. Now, I don't know what anything. I don't know what's happening. For me, it's like when a dog watches TV Mm -hmm. and they don't really. Yeah. I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> They're shapes and sounds. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at these people. I've clocked them as human. Yeah. And I know that what they're speaking is English. Right. But I don't know what's happening. So when she says, you posed in Playboy after the OJ trial, mm-hmm. I've got a thing about, um, granted, I know this is uh, a bit of a tentpole term to use, boomers. Sure. I th- I noted probably 15 years ago that a lot of boomers... <laughs> They really <laughs> latched onto that OJ trial. It was huge. They just talk about that. You know, Jay Leno for a long time, up until like the twenty like late aughts, would just reference the OJ trial. And I was like, listen, everyone, everyone, we've moved past Judge Ito. Right. Apparently we haven't. And like for him, it was like that's where he froze. Yeah. Like, this is what he knows. Yeah, like people who peak in high school, comedians peaked at the OJ trial. Exactly. There are some boomer comics that peaked at the OJ trial. Yeah. And so I was looking at her and I was like, is she just thinking about how the world splits into (laughs) what life was like before OJ? Pre and post OJ. Exactly. (laughs) It's her her BC AD. It very much puzzled me. Yes. But no. Please describe, please explain to me what you've already explained to me before the show. So Faye Resnick was best friends with Nicole Brown Simpson and Chris Jenner. Um, and so she gained some notoriety because of the OJ trial, and that led to her doing Playboy. And so that is why Camille was kind of judging her and being like, you used your friend's death and tragedy and profited from it. Now, real quick. Yes. Why is this person at this dinner table she on is... the Real Housewives of New York? Well, it was Beverly Hills. Whatever it is. And she is very good friends with Kyle. So she came okay. as Kyle's guest. I'm just puzzled about who these people are. Yes. And why. I don't know why. Every once in a while, Faye Resnick just comes with Kyle places. Because Chris Jenner. Yeah. You just mentioned Chris Jenner from the Kardashians. Yes. She's also good friends with Kyle. Also derived from fame from the oj trial yes yes it really is the yeah it's a linchpin a genesis point for a vapid Mm -hmm. reality world how dare you but yes 
Yeah. And there's probably an argument to be made, and I'm certain it has been made probably in many like college papers, <laughs> that the OJ trial was one of the the original reality shows. Oh, for sure. Right? Absolutely. So That's it, a thing. It being the Because it was the f- I think it was the first televised court case like right. that. But there have always been there have always been crime of the century. There have things. been, but not where it you It was could... just the one for the nineties, right? Well, and also you could tune in every day and watch it on TV. That was Certainly. brand new. Yes. I think it was literally brand new. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I guess so. I think it I think so. I think that was the first televised court case. The Menendez brothers. I think that was after. Really? I think I, I could be wrong. I could, yeah. you know, what? I could be wrong. They're very close together. Anyway, the point is, yeah, it's just so weird that a, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not very into true crime, really, or I, I really bristle against people having fun with true crime. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, yeah, but like OJ, like people were murdered. Two people were murdered, yeah, and it's now weirdly the origin point mm-hmm. for bizarre wacky drunken modern reality show pop culture i mean no weird it's it, it is all weird but it's, it's a not little indi- like... it's it's you know what i was gonna say it's a little indirect no it's pretty direct not i don't think it's that direct i mean it's a the K- a kardashians town. is because of uh, the OJ stuff. The Kardashians is really mainly because of Paris Hilton and then Kim's sex tape. What well, was Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton was best friends with Kim Kardashian. So Kim Kardashian started to be known because of that. Then her sex tape came out and it made her even more famous. And then people were like, oh, weird. This group of famous people, Kardashians, that's right. That that they're related to Robert Kardashian from the OJ trial. So it's not like they became famous with the OJ trial. No, I certainly, certainly. Yeah. But if Kim Kardashian was not related to the OJ trial and released a sex tape, mm-hmm. people would go like, what? Okay. No. And move on. No. No? I disagree. I'm no. sure people are releasing sex tapes now where people are like, I eh, don't care. I'm sure they are, but it was really, it had nothing to do with the OJ trial, her getting famous. Huh. It was really Paris Hilton, if anything. Interesting. Yeah. So we have Paris. So it's really just a, it's really just a coincidence almost that it's like oh she also has you know her father was involved with the OJ trial. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had it backwards. Anyway, so that's just a little pocket argument that happens. But back to Alison Dubois. The of psychic. course. So uh, Alison Dubois egged on by Kyle Richards finally goes. Okay, fine. You want something? Your husband will never satisfy you, and you know it. He will never emotionally fulfill you. Know that. Know that. You can quote it. This is an I and I say this literally, not just what this is an iconic moment in Housewives. This dinner party from hell is a thing. And in Kristen's history. Yeah, (laughs) in my this was a big moment for Kristen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was huge for her. He will never emotionally fulfill you. Know that. And she says Shockwaves were felt. Everybody is like in a stunned silence for a moment. It really is the calm before the storm. Because everyone's sort of like joking around, being like, come on, come on, you're psychic, do something, say something. Then she drops that bomb, and mm-hmm. everyone just sort of like recoils for a second. And then we're into it, and it's yeah. an explosion of people talking over each other, and going like, well, no, cause, so to be on, Kyle kind of egged her on, she sort of pushed her, and then she said that, and she was just trying to be honest. It's like people like making excuses for the psychic saying something uh-huh. insane. I think there are two sides. It's like Camille, and then Camille has another friend who's like sitting right across from Alison Dubois, and they're trying to kind of fix it, but then like everybody else is like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, Alison Dubois is not trying to fix anything oh she's sitting back with that giant martini glass in her e-cig yes away posing and reveling in this moment that she created yes it's like in mean girls when regina george is like standing with her arms crossed and there's just like chaos happening all around her yeah she has created a hundred percent and she says to uh kyle richards she goes when your kids are bigger the two of you will have nothing in common anymore (laughs) yeah and you know it something like that again (laughs) and as you pointed out, Kyle Richards and her husband are still together. Going strong. One of the strongest couples in the Real Housewives universe. So I think that alone mm-hmm. should be like, oh, Alison Dubois is at least wrong. Yeah. And at worst, a dumb idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. I don't see Mauricio <laughs> Who tried to just start anywhere. a fire. Yeah. For fame. She just wanted to hurt her. she already had. She was like pissed at her because she's like mean to Camille or whatever. And also wanted a moment for TV. And... <sighs> 
But if your business is insisting that you're psychic... She's probably rich as hell anyway. You probably can't afford to use it as a tool on a gamble... Right, like if the if the marriage is still Apparently together, you can. If the marriage is still together, then Alison Dubois is a phony. Yeah, because this was a long time ago. Right, and uh, all right, well then she's she's and and now and oh, it's so an clearly iconic she's moment. a psychic. We were saying is she a psych- uh, medium or a psychic medium right, or whatever? Right, so right. clearly she must be a psychic. Yeah, but so like clearly, if, if she made the mistake of starting a fire in such a big way that it became an iconic moment. Oh, yeah. Because now it will live forever in infamy. Yes. As her being wrong. Yes. Her being a she, loser scumbag and being is, wrong. She is not a public person. Oh, no? Anymore. No. So she has just taken her money and is just doing her thing. Boy, because I look at her on that camera and I, I think just that's see why she's not a public person anymore. Who is gobbling the spotlight and wants the fame and wants to be part of this wanted to be a recurring person on this show, wanted her own reality spinoff. Yeah. She already had one TV show based on her. Mm-hmm. Now she can be the star herself. Yes. And I, so are you sort of, do you have a theory that maybe she was like, uh-oh, this didn't go well. Yeah, I think so. So let so. me recede. I think so. And she and Camille aren't friends anymore. Wow. Yeah. What a dummy. Yeah. So for the rest of the, the episode, because it really is just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's impossible to watch these things. I mean, Kristen, I strongly understand. disagree, but I hear you. Everyone's everyone's just talking over each other. I don't know what's even happening anymore. Uh-huh. They're all just yelling at each it's other. Chaos. It's really one moment that's uh-huh. very appealing. Yeah. And then it's just fallout of people flipping out. Right. I'm sure I'm sure maybe all the 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 richness that you have of understanding each relationship adds to it. In. I think that's probably true. Probably because for me I'm just like it really is like a bomb was set off it's and now I'm just watching debris. Right debris for like you know 20 minutes yeah so um (laughs) so people start leaving at one point somebody uh somebody stands up and goes enough enough taylor armstrong these are not the ladies that we are enough Mm -hmm. and people start filing out yeah and i was like good because you've all been sitting here for so long in these high back chairs at your fancy dinner yeah and all you're doing is sitting around yelling at each other in comfy seats eating yummy food and i was just like if you're really having this bad a time Leave. Get going. Please leave. Yeah. Leave me. It's not a joke. Don't, Don't laugh. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> leave me. <laughs> anyway, can't wait for the new Batman. Do you see any clips of that? I've seen the trailer and stuff. Man, you want to feel like crap for three hours? Yeah, I know. Three hours. 247 besides credits. Anyway. Woo. Used to love Batman. Huh? I used to love me too. I think I'm Batman. a little batman out. I just need a little space. Uh, yeah, I need some space. I'm still going to see it. Yeah. But. Um, so then, uh, oh, I wrote a five-minute video feels eternal. <laughs> and then I have this quote from Alison Dubois. Everyone's gone, mm-hmm. basically. It's her, Camille, and someone else. Yeah, Camille's friend. I can't remember her name is. And she goes, my dad said, live life large and make no apologies for who you are. Fudge him. I don't give a shrimp what she thinks about me. She can fudge off. <laughs> and Camille is caught on camera giving her sort of like the mm-hmm. cut it off yeah. signal, like the little line across the throat. Yeah. Like, shut up. Be cool. Which I can't tell how authentic that is. Like, that might have been a true moment of just being like, you're going too far. Mm-hmm. You're saying too much stuff. Yeah, you're you're going to be embarrassed. For the cameras. Yeah. You might want to shut up now because yeah, right. sucks. It could be that. It might be. And then she says this, Alison Dubois. She goes, I can tell you when she will die and what will happen to her family. I love that about me. Yeah. Ooh. That's the other big line of the episode. Ooh. Uh-huh. That Unhinged. is an insane thing. Yes. That is maybe one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Listen, I'm thrilled if you've got self-confidence self-worth that's important yes you have to know yourself you have to love yourself but this is (laughs) that's what you love about i don't know if you have to love that about yourself this is horrific to me i can tell you i can tell you Mm -hmm. not i can tell her when she's gonna die and she can avoid it or come to terms with it or like having theoretically having the ability to tell when somebody's gonna die Mm -hmm. is like a power that you should wield very carefully yeah right like the the ramifications of of what this means on an emotional level, let alone practical level. Right. But no, I can tell you when she will die and what will happen to her family, which is so callous. Yeah. What will happen? Just the fallout of those people over there. I love that about me. 
Yeah. I'm so bad. I'm so badass. I've got my little e-cigarette, my martini. I think she was wasted. I think she had too many martinis. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I think she was not of this world in a different way. Uh, real wild. Yeah. Um, I, I also wrote down, I absolutely cannot tell anyone apart. That's true. <laughs> on, on all these shows, every single clip I watched, I was like, everybody looks like everybody else. I don't know what's happening. Because um, they all have plastic surgery. It starts to make your features. It's all just, one face. Yeah. We are we are all one. Yeah, we are face. all one. <laughs> uh, and then outside, uh, Kyle, as she's leaving, goes, flipping haunted house in Disneyland. I cannot deal with this crap. I just want to get out of here. And then the, the sprinklers turn on the lawn. <laughs> like, oh, maybe Alison Dubois could have warned you about that, too. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe she loves that about her, that she knew that was coming and exactly. didn't tell them. And sprinklers in three, two, <laughs> one. Ooh, music to my ears. <laughs> Puff. I, boy, did I hate her. Yeah. She's so smug. Oh, she's terrible. Ooh, that Alison Dubois, she just rolls me, me up so well this is what you've done to me yes william thank you very much for your sacrifice i, I think we've all sacrificed it. this is now an episode of our show yeah this is now on our feeds for all time and i gotta tell you there could be a part two in there are you sure oh i'm 100 percent sure i this is very similar to riverdale yeah Please be honest. Oh, I'm not saying no, no, no. I'm not even saying next. No, 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 no. We're not doing next week. No, 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 no. No, no. But do people out there want more of this? Because I'll do it. You don't even have to do it. I, I can do it. I there, there were lots. There are a lot of psychic things. Oh, I know. I saw the list over the season. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, I, th- I do think that there is a joy to be wrung out of you and I being uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that th- I'll watch an episode with you or something like that and we can talk right. about it. Or It wouldn't even be a whole episode. It's it's picking these clips Yeah, is the thing. Because, okay. yeah, it's not – there's never a whole episode where they're at a psychic's house. I, that's what I really sort of wanted. And then I even watched that Halloween show and I was like, why are we talking about mayonnaise so much? I know. There's a little, a little mayonnaise heavy in this Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's not really a Halloween episode per se. It's just that they'll do something in the midst of other stuff. I also think I saw someone in blackface. Oh, what? In a list. Oh, yes, you did. Luann. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. What's up with that? She, yeah, she dressed up as Diana Ross in blackface for a Halloween. What are we doing? Not good. What are we up to? Why is it on the show? I know. I don't know. I don't know. They do call it out in the show. What a perhaps like an you know another yeah. housewife is like uh what the hell so maybe they couldn't cut around it and they wanted to acknowledge it I don't know but yeah what a catastrophe yes these yes. people catastrophic these people are catastrophes yes how, how how many of them have you gotten like cameos from and stuff uh one Sonia just one yeah why do I have, why do I know the name Countess Luann why do I know this I'm telling you William it's in the zeitgeist no I think you told me about these people <laughs> I think you've shown me clips I don't think I've shown you clips it just doesn't sound like something you would enjoy you're I, right I wouldn't why would I voice that upon you why have I seen these things why are they in my head I don't know I mean we did live together at a certain point when this was on so I guess mom and I would be watching it you would come across my brain but it would never occur to me to to be showing you clips of of stuff just well Kristen just from me to you Kristen if they're gonna live in my head they could at least pay the rent (laughs) you know they can afford it (laughs) (laughs) well thank you very much everybody and William thank you again from saving us all from having to talk about garbage pail kids well for for an hour for an hour yeah the general gonna look at it Yes, we're going to give it a look. You'll find out about it. But William, thank you very much for taking a dive. I just want people not to forget this. Yeah, no, they won't. I did. I tried to help. Yes. <laughs> no, I genuinely appreciate it. I All think right. this is probably a lot more pleasant for everybody involved. Oh, sure. Than Garbage Pail Nowhere kids. in this episode did we refer to Messy Tessie. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you liked the show, thank you so, so very much. And if you would like to help support the show and get even more of it, go to patreon.com slash gttupod. We have a number of different tiers there, and you can choose one that will give you the option of either getting a 
full bonus show every single week, every two weeks, or every four weeks. And thank you so much to everybody who is already supporting us over there. It is the hugest deal. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all so much. And honestly, what I really want to say now is we keep referring to this episode where Kristen and I faced off in horror trivia games. I think... It's one of my favorite things we've done mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah, and, it was I, really fun. and I enjoy the stuff we do. I was I was like cutting it together and I picked a moment for the cold open, which I knew would mislead everybody. Mm-hmm. And there it's such a little roller coaster ride of of you know, he's up, he's down. I'm up, I'm down. Oh, it's yep. so much fun. It gets so tense at the end. It really is like to the finish line. Yes. This competition. And we reveal a game that we used to play as kids. Mm-hmm in the episode and it, it's it's so much fun please go check it out yep patreon.com slash gttu pod you can get that starting at the uh ghost tier that starts at four dollars a month and up um demon tier that starts at 13 dollars gets everything every single monday you get a bonus show and now there are over 40 bonus shows out mm-hmm. there so if you sign up today you've got 40 episodes just yeah. waiting for you plus all the other things that we've done on the patreon yep so thank you everybody who backed us there and please if you have not checked it out uh dip in you can dip in and dip out by the way yeah people do it all the time exactly so go check it out uh, uh we'd greatly appreciate it and you'd have a lot of fun i think yeah uh, but if you go to gttupod.com that's our main website you can find links to everything else mm-hmm. um links to our merchandise links to contact us our p.o box every previous uh main episode info about advertising with us i just updated that today that's right yeah um, uh, and you can also follow us. We're at GTTU pod on all social media, including TikTok. Mm-hmm. We've been posting a lot of really fun, short videos for people like a uh, bite-sized trivia bits or, or just little updates, things like that. So make sure you go follow that. Um, and you can also speak to us directly online. I'm at chillin' Kristen. I'm at the myth traveler. So we'll be back next week for some more, uh, real spooky kids in New Jersey. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go wait. Did you like New York or Beverly Hills more? Kristen, I'm not kidding. I don't think I could tell you the difference. Okay. I don't think I could. Right? right? Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Hold, That's an answer. hold on. Ramona was on New York. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs>